0: Hi, I'm Kim Vu. Welcome to Vietnola, the show about being Vietnamese in New Orleans. Vietnola is our window into our Vietnamese community in New Orleans and a bridge to Vietnam. We're a member of the family of shows on the podcast network itsneworleans.com. Xin chào quý vị! Vietnola, chương trình phát hành về cộng đồng Việt Nam ở New Orleans. Vietnola là một cánh cửa để nhìn vào cộng đồng New Orleans và một cảnh nối với quê hương. Vietnola là một số... Today on the show, we'll have a conversation with the Lei family, Thai Tang, and Ving Le. All of them Vietnamese Americans in New Orleans, and all of them fighters. Just to introduce Tang Lei first, who is our original guest, uh, he is a personal banker, personal trainer, and a pro- professional MMA fighter with a fight coming up at Harrah's Casino. This week, His 19-year-old brother and his father are also fighters and part of Dailei's studio, the Moon College Taekwondo Dojo. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I am very lucky to have the entire family here today. I, it's actually quite a special treat. I thought I was just going to be able to steal Tang's time away, but I have now all three members to talk about New Orleans fighting and the family. <laughs> Thank you all three for coming on the show. No problem.
1: Thank you. are welcome.
0: So you have a fight at Harris. I do Tang. Friday
1: night, eight
2: o'clock at Harris. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And t- tell us about the fight. You know the 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 field, the discipline, this your opponent. Is, uh,
2: yeah. This will be my third professional fight. um Right now I'm one and one, and hopefully after this fight we'll be two and one. um Then my opponent is Matt Vaughn. He is. Uh, Stand-up fighter, six foot three, uh, taller opponent. We are fighting at 155 is the weight division, lightweight, and um, yeah, we're excited. I fought at uh, Harris quite a few times as an amateur. Uh, my amateur record was 10 and one. I have probably Great. fought there six, seven times out of the out of the 11 fights. So, um, you know, we're excited. We had a good camp leading up to this, uh, preparing for this opponent. So, we're ready. We We're ready to go. Let's
0: let's talk about your fight, about your camp here, because as much as I love fighting, as I said, off the air, being an incredibly amateur fighter (laughs) myself, um, I'm also intrigued about your camp, where you come from, native New Orleanian?
2: Yes. Uh, Well, I've been here since I was five, so I definitely claim NOLA. Um, I was born in Kentucky, and uh, my father came here for a a two-year job back in 1990, and we're still here, so...
0: Talk about your father, who's sitting right here.
2: Um, he's taught me everything I know. Uh, my base is Taekwondo, of course. Uh, I train in, in multiple arts now on a daily basis, but my base by far is Taekwondo, and I've done that since I was before five uh, with him, training at home, training at our school, out of, you know, garages, I mean, everywhere, backyards. And, um, you know, we've, we've done Kung Fu, Taekwondo, and I've trained jiu-jitsu of course Brazilian jiu-jitsu wrestling Muay Thai I mean all of the above in order to be a good mixed martial artist you have to be able to be a complete martial artist in all of those aspects so but the base of course is taekwondo and one thing that we're always focusing on and that taekwondo has helped me with my fighting is you know the speed the footwork the the movement that's involved the unorthodox movement um and you know it's it's done me well so far and um hopefully it'll continue to carry me through
0: Nakju, this is this is your studio right moon college taekwondo dojo yes did you train in vietnam yes what did you study in vietnam
1: Mm, where
0: uh what was it taekwondo or was it it yes in vietnam is that the choice to or is it kung fu what is the most common
1: discipline taekwondo
0: And so then you came here in what year?
1: Uh, 1982.
0: Uh, 82. 82. In to Kentucky?
1: Yes, correct.
0: And you started right away to, to train with folks in Kentucky. No,
1: you know, um, we uh, had stopped for a while. We looked for a place to train. And up to there, we moved to California. Up there, we moved to Louisiana. And we have here so to now.
0: Okay. And in Louisiana, this is where you decided my studio, <laughs> everything.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes.
0: So, early 80s, we only hadn't lived here since about 75 ish. And then here you are going into Taekwondo studio. Yes. Vietnamese immigrant. Correct. What was that like?
1: I love martial art, seven. so let's keep continuing what we're we doing. I mean, that's why we're enjoying it do that so a yeah, uh, shared
0: passion with your it was it seemed like more of a language of Taekwondo maybe than anything else was yeah, needed yeah.
2: martial arts is, is definitely a universal language uh, yeah. he took a, a, a hiatus when he came to the US mm-hmm. uh, with school affiliation but continued to train and trained uh, I think uh, a friend of his a couple friends that he trained with okay. so while not being affiliated with a, a certain school or group or having his own school he still taught and practiced on a daily basis. He right. can never quit.
0: Right? Right, 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 right. Never
3: quit. He also trained kung fu in Vietnam, not only taekwondo. Okay. He, he taught on huge tennis courts 200 people a night.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: It's uh I don't know uh, you, where you from Vietnam?
0: Uh my parents are ở Bắc, so oh, Hanoi
1: okay. and Saigon, Saigon, and
0: okay. Saigon, so both both parts.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we got school uh, when we group in 1978, mm-hmm. and everybody goes to uh, Wung Ba, okay. you know, Ho Chung we opened the train in the Vietnam. Okay. And now they still continue to take on the old.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. At Saigon. The same place. Same, the same cool. dojo and everything. Cool. <coughs> and do you ever go back to your old dojo?
3: 12 years
1: ago. 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Not, but you don't want to go back and show off your your professional MMA uh, well, son.
1: We're going back soon. We will <laughs> think about the whole family oh, going. when finances be, allow. <laughs> you're
0: gonna be the superstar. Yeah, right. right. Oh, <laughs> are gonna be I don't so know. excited. And Bing, what does your future look like in fighting? Um, what does your present look like? Let's start there. Amateur I'd fight?
3: say pretty good. Uh, I haven't had my first amateur fight, but I definitely train with my brother and. All the other students that we have, professional fighters, and they all help me out. We work together. I've had a couple jiu jitsu tournaments where I finished second in, was it th- two or three? Three. Three jiu jitsu tournaments. Kickboxing. And I had a kickboxing, kickboxing. fight, amateur.
0: Um, sorry to interrupt you. Jiu jitsu or Brazilian jiu jitsu?
3: Brazilian jiu jitsu. Okay. And uh, kickboxing fight. That was in Homa and uh, the guy fought they kind of miss Mitch Mix matched us a little and he was 15 pounds heavier than me ooh but uh I still pulled it off I won wow Yeah, he was a large man huh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm guess- guessing it wasn't so it wasn't a quote unquote amateur sanctioned fight now no. to explain to our listeners can you exp- explain that that process
2: so that was um a smoker so uh, the term smoker just kind of refers to a few schools getting together and having um and Unsanctioned, you know, unofficial, just kind of a, a put together tournament. Uh, whether it's kickboxing fights, boxing matches, uh, there was a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournament at the beginning of that night as well. So we had Jiu Jitsu matches going on. After that, we had boxing matches, and then uh, kickboxing matches after that. So it it was um, kind of a, a low key, unsanctioned. Um, School to school event where you can kind of match guys up. It just so happened that Vin didn't have anybody at his uh, his I guess uh, weight, so they did. You know, we stuck him with a, a guy a little bit heavier, um, but it worked out pounds. well. You know, he did very very well.
0: Hopefully, his um, 15 pounds of fat and not muscle. It
2: was no muscle. This, this was a large <laughs> man, you know. but he you know his base carried him through. It's it's, it's the boxing skills that we work. Um, his, his taekwondo kicks. Um, it was it was a great night. So we had a we had a good day. And now, what we do as an official amateur fight, that's going to be involved with the state commission. There's going to be a full event that they carry on, just like at okay. Harris, they'll be.
0: So, so, just to clarify, is it like boxing where unsanctioned fights means it cannot count to qualify you for a professional fight? Correct. Is that correct. Okay. Correct.
2: Um, so as of now, Vin would have a clean record. He would be zero and zero as an amateur. And then when he does take his first sanction fight, that would be 1-0, 0-1-1, whatever the case may be. Hopefully um, 1-0. Hopefully 1-0, <laughs> exactly. Um, so the card that we'll be fighting on Friday, there'll be, I believe, um, you know, eight amateur fights and anywhere from four to five professional fights. Um, out of the, the MMA gym that I train at, Mid-City Mixed Martial Arts, uh, on Bank Street, we have four total fighters. Okay Fighting um, Three amateurs And myself
0: uh, Where in Bank Street? I've, I feel it's funny right But down I haven't towards the, noticed it's, it. If
2: you step out the front door You're right by the interstate Okay I mean okay. it's okay. right by the cemetery The interstate um, Down towards the end
3: You can actually see inside the gym From the interstate We open the garage door
0: <laughs> yeah, That's great Absolutely. Okay so it's probably like One of the industrial Garages that So Ju, <laughs> Your two sons Loves of your life and yeah. you're having them fight. You're encouraging them to fight. What do you feel about fighting is good for young people?
1: Well, <laughs> uh,
3: Discipline.
1: Yeah, a discipline and uh, there are art. And so we love about not because we'll go out, beat up somebody, but that's the sport for the, you know, the Vietnamese people. Most of the time, we taekwondo over there. Is it sport? Like, keep you off the streets and yeah, stuff like the
0: that. Keep them busy.
1: Keep yeah. them busy, correct. Yeah.
0: Structure their fighting. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Not- yeah,
3: absolutely. We've never been in any street fights or anything like that. <laughs> Strictly sport.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And art, art, in a sense. Yeah. Yep. Learning how to think about other people and how they think. Yeah, It's great. Any, have you either of you actually taken an injury, serious injury, in this process?
3: Knock nope. on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to do that. <laughs> for <laughs> that. absolute uh, first thing. Well, I'll well, say it's knock on wood. In hold. a taekwondo tournament about Two, three years back, three year back. Uh, you know the puzzle mats?
0: Yes.
2: Well, I uh, kicked the Maybe guy. you
0: want to explain that for our listeners? Okay,
2: um, they're, just, they're, they're probably uh, three foot by three foot mats that link together and interlock, um, and they, they create a little jagged edges along where they link up and, and you know, things can fit in between those spots. So then I'll elaborate on. Well,
3: that. I went I kicked the guy in the head and when I put my left foot down, my big toe went in between the mats. Okay, okay. And from there I pivoted and my toe didn't pivot with my foot oh
0: no and my
3: bone poked out and it was hanging
2: on by skin and all that good stuff it it was fully cut from you know the the skin split from the top of the knuckle to the bottom so a full 180 degrees It, it was dislocated so the joint was out of the skin where it was cut and um yeah so we had to uh, get it popped back in we carried him to, to the ambulance yeah it was it was a he it was survived. a rough night yeah he survived
0: yeah. you don't seem at all daunting. and during
3: the exact time that that happened my brother Ton, uh kicked uh, how tall was the guy probably
2: about 6'2 six, 6'3 six, I'd say
3: about 6'4 he was tall And uh, knocked him out at the same time. I ripped
2: my toe off. So my parents were split. (laughs) Needless to say, they didn't know which way to go.
3: (laughs) That was the first time ever that we fought at the same time in any tournament since I was three years old. And then this happens. Yeah.
0: And your mother's not here, but I'm guessing all three of you can summarize how she feels about having a family of three fighters.
2: She likes taking it on, but she doesn't (laughs) like it. You know, it's like a. She's yeah, she's a nervous wreck this week you know it's fight week <laughs> right. so um i don't look the best i'm cutting weight you know i'm, yeah, I'm uh-huh. going down and getting the, the finishing touches on the game plans and things like that so it's a stressful week you, for you know when i had to cut weight
0: mm-hmm. i got really grouchy yes oh my god yeah. <laughs> um, i don't exactly.
2: even want to be around him yeah. when he's Absolutely. cutting weight <laughs> yeah. yeah this is really happy for me right now i'm, I'm in the middle of my cut so uh we're, we're trying to put on the game face. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting the good side.
0: <laughs> uh, as I mentioned to you off the air before, I have a lot of friends who are musicians, have no understanding why I like yeah. to fight uh, in a ring, you know, a disciplined fight. And uh, I, I stopped drinking beer. And I drank. I ate really healthy, and I was in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of friends say, "God, can this fight just end so Mm -hmm. you can be fun again?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) My family and friends definitely say the same thing. (laughs) Except for my fighter friends, they're doing the same thing uh, as me, and we're grouchy with each other. So,
3: (laughs) but as a family, when either I or Tan cuts weight, Mm -hmm. our whole family does it. It's not. Oh wow. We're not eating fried chicken. He's eating grilled chicken we're all eating the same thing, healthy, measurable
2: food together. So we help each other through it. Yeah.
0: Do you do you all still live together as a family?
2: I don't. I'm uh, I live in an apartment. Okay. Uh, just moved out recently, actually. Um What so neighborhood I've, you in? You still? I'm in Metairie, so okay. sh- 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 right by Rummel High okay. School.
0: And are you, are you, are you I live West Bank or
1: Northeast or okay.
2: Right by the airport. Yeah, same live right by the airport. airport.
0: Oh, okay. So not in uh, New Orleans East, no. the Vietnamese community. No. Okay.
3: But we go over there all the
2: time.
0: Yeah. We have to for, for food.
2: Lunch. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everyone knows that. For food and karaoke. Yeah. Everyone knows have to go to the East.
2: Yeah, but definitely, to elaborate on what Ben was saying, the, the support system I have is, is through the roof. I mean, it's, it's, I definitely couldn't do it without everybody. You know, this isn't a one-person sport. You know how yeah. it is. It's not. It, you have your team. You have your family and friends that that supports you through it. And without that, you, there's no way you can make it on your own.
0: Yeah. Well, especially fighting at the level you're fighting. And do you train with anyone in the Vietnamese community, either the West Bank or North East? Are, are, is there a Vietnamese community in the fighting community?
2: Um, it's, I guess, not as organized as um, some may think, you know, I think. Um, or some may the, expect, right? Right, right. You, um, you see a lot of gyms have just a, a huge mixture Of people, whether they're from Brazil, uh, you know, we've got Mexico, we've got Brazil, we've got um, India. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Literally everywhere. Yeah. And um, I think that's what makes it such a, such a, Mix, you know, they call it mixed martial arts, but it truly is a mixture of, of everything race, ethnicity. Yes, yeah. it does attract all over.
0: And you, it sounds like you also train with a lot of folks I know from Maculade, the yes. Capoeira studio in town. Uh, very heavily Brazilian. Yes. Yeah. Um, sometimes a little frustrating for those who don't speak Portuguese, <laughs> but always very welcome. And they're very, very yeah, right. ethnically tied to their yes. history. And, but still incredibly welcoming. It sounds like there is some overlay with some members of that community.
2: Absolutely. Um, Mistrando Cocada, who has you know, welcomed us into his academy, has had us for training sessions night after night and uh, definitely shed some blood, sweat, and tears with us training for our camps. And uh, um, Carlos Vera, who is a part of my Team you know, Maculele, and ha is a part of our team with Mid City Mixed Martial Arts and Moon College Taekwondo. Ever since so he was little never, yeah, ever since he was five we've been uh, pretty close knit. Yeah. He's and, pretty uh,
0: amazing to watch in Makulele too. <laughs> yeah, and,
2: and it's um it's it's, a, it's an amazing sport and um everybody involved is a is a huge family but very welcoming. <laughs> um and you know, uh, we appreciate all the work that they've done to help us in in our fight game and um you know, we try to show them as much respect and, and loyalty as possible. So,
0: And out of curiosity, I think maybe Duke could speak the best to this. Why isn't there a stronger... Why isn't there a dojo in the East or the West Bank?
2: They do have a, uh, it's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school that just opened up recently on the West Bank. Uh-huh. Um,
0: but I mean, like with the Vietnamese community, Vietnamese, right. it's yeah. kind of surprising that it's not yeah. more popular maybe. Right. I don't
1: know. Right. Uh, I, don't know. Um, I guess we, when we moved here and we stay here, we never think about go out there. And in New Orleans is open uh, school. Maybe somebody else. Uh, you
0: know. I mean my parents probably think I'd, I'm crazy but I actually think even boxing is great for kids mm-hmm. I mean right. I, I kind of like martial arts I like the idea of martial arts better for kids. Unfortunately, I started all this stuff way too late. I'm way too stupid to learn martial arts at my age, so I picked up boxing.
2: You, we we had white belts start at age 50. 65. Oh, really? 65. So yeah, there's, there's no way that's an excuse. Maybe I'll rethink it. Maybe yeah. I'll rethink yeah. it, though.
0: But I always thought it was a great thing for children to do. Yep. So maybe, maybe the Moon College can... Do something with the VDB's community. That's actually point. a good idea. You yeah. know,
2: maybe we can develop something.
0: Um, a little, uh, just a little, for my own personal curiosity, MMA, we talked about um, the role of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, of capoeira, and of, it sounds like maybe a little traditional boxing. How how does that all go with MMA? Are there rules as to which styles you can use in a fight? Not
2: at all. So the the beautiful thing about mixed martial arts is that every fighter has its Strong, his strengths, his weaknesses, uh, things to always build on and get better at. So, you know, if you've got the infamous wrestlers, you've got the boxers, you've got the um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu experts, so you've got different classes of fighter, but everybody's matched up against everybody because the the original idea of mixed martial arts is to combine all of those and make the perfect fighter, the ultimate fighter, to have everybody... Learning from each other, you know, making that community. So the the point of having one fighter strong in one suit and another fighter strong in another suit is to see, you know, see what happens, see how that matchup, um, you know, plays out.
0: It's, it probably would be intriguing to get one who's strong in one discipline and the other. And
2: you'll so. you'll see that almost every event, every car, you know, yeah, oh really? Definitely. Whether it's local shows or the UFC, Bellator, I mean, you, you definitely see that. Um, all over, the stronger striker, the stronger wrestler, the stronger ground guy, and you'll see that play out. Sometimes, uh, you know, the different fighters will have a better day. And
0: for this, oh, can you tell? Can Do you want to share with the public? What is your strong suit on thinking about your fight on Friday? Well,
2: I mean, it's, it's. Um, I guess it's, I shouldn't say it's not really a secret. I, I'm definitely a stand-up fighter. Um, I will take the fight. Anywhere to to get a win, you know, to to make sure that I finish the fight where I need to. But um, I do enjoy, you know, placing my hands on people. I do enjoy knocking people out. You know, I'm definitely a stand-up guy. (laughs) Um, You know, out of my 11 amateur fights, um, I've had 10 knockouts, nine in the first round and one in the third round. So I have –
0: Wow, nine in the first round.
2: Yeah. You and weren't gonna
0: waste time. You are gonna be efficient. Yeah, You're- that's a good way for
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's so. no
3: reason to be in the ring three rounds, putting yourself through that war of emotional and physical pain. I want pain more like anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Just um, the way we think of it. Get in there, do your business, and get out.
0: Well, I think it's so intriguing for me the mental exertion you put in three minutes or. In boxing it's three minute rounds. You train for a year. You know, you you physically work harder that whole time and then those three minutes it's like your adrenaline ramps yep. up mm-hmm. and it is so tiring. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing how it's a state of mind in a lot of ways to be able to control yourself for those three rounds of three minutes or however many rounds compared to the amount you train. I mean you train so much yep. physically harder. And then there it is on the table.
2: Part of camp is preparing for that. You know, so we'll have mock fights. This past weekend we had mock fights for a couple of our fighters that are fighting next week. Um, we you know, you prepare strength and conditioning, you you prepare with technique, uh, and on the mental side you have mock fights, you have uh, what we call shark tanks where you basically have a fresh guy every couple minutes to come in and, and go all out on you for a minute or two oh so gosh. you know it's it's That's not only physical it's really definitely scary mental it's it is yeah. shark tank yeah I guess it's and scary really it sounds scary scarier, but it's a idea uh, it's horrible but it's it's wonderful <laughs> all at the same <laughs> time I don't know how to explain it
3: and to elaborate on the uh, mental side of people people go into fights first round you know really pumped up and 30 seconds into the round they're it's we call it adrenaline dump. It's so high, so high, and it just all goes away, and you can't even move. You can't even blink your eyes. You're so tired. We've been fighting since we we're, since I was three years old. He was three or four years old. And being in the even Taekwondo tournaments, we've probably fought 400 times, 500 times since we were little kids all the way until now. And being in those fights, having the whole gym or the whole Arena national tournaments, looking at you in one ring, helps so much with being in mixed martial arts, being the center of attention. Some people don't like that, like Tan, and my father and myself. I feed off of that. I love being the center of attention. I love people watching me put my work into what I do. Like,
1: you know, yeah, the experience. You worked
0: hard for it. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. We used to go every year as so, a national taekwondo. Oh, Maybe. just so yeah. as a spectator. Yeah. No. compete. oh, get oh, compete. compete. Okay. Yeah. Compete. yeah. Interesting. Qualify and in, uh, stake and uh, national.
3: Florida. In state. Vegas. Texas. Okay. Everywhere.
0: So I, all this to me and to our listener, I think we would assume that you could uh, do this for a living. But you're a professional banker. You're a pipe fitter. Do either of you see this as a full time thing?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah, no that's, doubt uh, about that.
2: Yeah, that's the ultimate goal. You know, um, you want to you want to take your career in that direction if if this is your passion and your love, and it is for us, and um, we just have to find a way to make that a reality. So. Great.
0: Well, are there any links? We're going to have to type the show, but I wanted to know if there's any links or websites you want to lead our listeners to about the future or maybe the classes yeah, at your- the uh,
2: The Taekwondo School website is uh, mooncollegetkd.com. Um, of course, you can view schedule and photos and, and rank tests and all that good stuff there as well. Um, our MMA gym is midcitymma.com and you can visit the MMA gym there and see some of the things that we do at the gym and uh, with my head coach uh, Sean Gayton and our uh, boxing coach Brent Connerty and you can um, kind of see us there and, and view that. My Facebook page is Tan Lee MMA and uh, there's a link of course to my Instagram and you know we have a lot of people that follow and stay updated with uh, fight news, camps um, pictures sponsorship opportunities so definitely um you know hit that up
0: great well thank you so much all three of you for coming on the show this is a lovely surprise to have thank your you father and no brother very excited and good luck on your fight thank this you. friday thank you and thank you for listening to Vietnola. that's all for today our show is produced by kim vu tom lasher and grant morris our technical director is chris kehoe our theme song was composed by taylor smith and performed by the swamp lilies The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sounding products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Air Studio monitors, and much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. You can follow us on Twitter at It's New Orleans. You can like us on Facebook, we're at It's New Orleans. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes and Stitcher. You can listen to our other Vietnola shows on our website, itsneworleans.com, as well as our other shows, Happy Hour, Out to Lunch, Mindset, True to the Game, and Midnight Menu Plus One. Keep up with all kinds of fun happenings here at Vietnola by getting on our mailing list. Sign up on our website, itsneworleans.com vietnola was recorded today in the lovely city of new orleans if you'd like to be a guest on vietnola we'd love to have you drop us a line you'll find all the information you need on our website vietnola is produced by ino broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for everyone here at vietnola thanks for joining us today we look forward to seeing you back here next week for our next episode of vietnola until then i'm kim vu bye-bye
2: summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822-828 and online 822-824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees.